There we go. All right. Well, good day, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Teen Speak, empowering today's youth. I am Antoine Tomper, Coach T in North Carolina. And I am Coach Keith, Keith Senzer, based in New York. And we are youth empowerment coaches who provide a platform for young people to come on to share their uh, struggles and more importantly, the strategies that they've used to overcome those struggles. And today we have a very special guest with us today from California. Uh, she is a sophomore at Woodbridge High School in Irvine, California. And she is very passionate about social media activity. And we hope you will help us welcome Avita M. Bartikar to Team Speak, Empowering Today's Youth. How did I do with your name that time, Anvita? That was good. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on with us. We're really glad to have you on. Uh, so first and foremost, I want you to tell us a little about yourself that we didn't get on your form and share as much or as low as you'd like. Okay. Um, well, thank you so much for having me here. And um, so as you said, I'm a, I'm a rising sophomore in uh, California. Um, I'm passionate about, you know, like helping the community. And um, so one of my projects is um, I volunteer with the organization hashtag I can help plus digital for good. And um, this is a nonprofit that is committed to creating awareness for digital safety and digital wellness of students and educators. And um I'm also, um, I'm into tennis and sports and I'm a very academic person. Awesome. So tennis. So you're the number one player on your team? No, not number one. Number two? Yeah. Uh, how close do you to be a number one? Not. Very. Oh, come on. Give yourself a little more credit. You got, you're, you're a rising sophomore, correct? Yes. Okay, great, great. Well, we love the uh, your passion about uh, interacting with people and sharing the importance of social media activity. And you mentioned educators as well. And I think that's really important that we all have to be responsible with our social media, uh, social media interaction. I'm going to just uh, turn over to Keith, let him ask you a question that I've been dominating this conversation so far. It's all good. All good. Um, so I guess my, you know, this is the question I'm going to ask you because I know when we tackle the subject of social media, right, there's there's so much negative, right, that we're, we're going to talk about. But just out of curiosity for you, like, w what do you see as positive aspects of social media? And then what do you see as the, you know, parts of social media that could be harmful or, you know, because I feel like social media is like anything, right? If it's not used in moderation. Yeah. Right. It can be damaging. So mm -hmm. curious your thoughts, because I feel like, you know, when you have this conversation, it's hard to always go to the negative, right? There is a lot of mm -hmm. negative around it, but there is positive too. And I'm curious from your perspective as a teenager, like what's the positive side? And then what are the things that you see as negative and that, you know, we need to maybe work on being a little better about? So, yeah, so definitely the positive is like, you know, and now like today's world, like you can communicate with so many people anywhere and it's really to help you find out what's going on in the world, keep you updated and I think it gives you more exposure to things that are like happening around you and reality um, rather than just like your small community that you have at home. And uh, it's also like for me personally, like it gives me so many new ideas, like whether it's some project I want to do or maybe like a new recipe and someone else is like sharing what they did and what made them feel good. 
Um, and then as for the negative side, I mean, there's obviously cyberbullying, which is increasing in the uh, past few years. And I mean, as much as people can post good content, they can post bad content too. But um, I think they kind of like uh, balance each other because there's so many positives about it that, um, you know, we tend to keep using it than rather like not use it, give it up because there's so many negative aspects to it. Yeah. What about like, like when you see things posted, right? Like I, we always talk about, I'm I'm very big on social media. I do a lot of this with my, you know, the group workshops that I do. So, you know, sometimes it's really hard to see like what's, what's like, not everybody posts the bad things going on in their lives. Right. So everybody sees everybody's having fun. Everybody's happy. Right. What do you do? You know, how do, how do you see that information and not have that comparison piece? Right. Cause I think a lot of the concerns and a lot of the, a lot of teen suicides and concerns with teen mental health is around comparison. Right. So I want that, but that same person that's posting all that wonderful stuff can also be struggling with depression. Right. And mental, mental health is, an invisible illness, right? We all could be suffering with it, but you wouldn't know. So how do you, how do you, you know, as a teenager, how do you, how do you see that? And, you know, be at peace with yourself, like that you're good where you are, right? Versus looking at that and being jealous or upset or wishing you want something else. And how does that impact your mental health? Yeah. So that's definitely something that, um, like a lot of people struggle with. And, um, I think that's one of the downsides to like social media is, everyone's only posting the good parts of their lives. So it's not always exactly the reality of their life. And so when you start to compare yourself to them, you're going to think like, oh, like they look so much better than I am. They're doing, they have X number of followers more than I do. But in the end, like that doesn't matter. Like you, you're your own person and you want to do what's best for you. And you should be, as long as you're doing your best, like, that should be enough for yourself. Um, so personally, like for my mental health, like I try not to really pay attention to like what other people are posting or saying, and just like knowing that as long as I did my best and I think I did enough, like that's good. Like uh, there's always something you can improve on. And I mean, you're no one's ever perfect. So, you know, it's fine if you mess up or make a mistake. Great attitude. Yeah, I think you're you're spot on there. And I think one of the other aspects of that, Anvita, is that you can look at somebody that's sharing something that's positive and you can pull from that and use it for your own good as opposed to feeling uh, envious, if you will. Uh, you know, wait, you know, wait somebody looks at what they might be doing. Is you can use it as motivation for yourself. Say, hey, you know, I want to be like that. What do I need to change to get better? So I think that's one way of looking at social media as a way to utilize what other people are doing to make yourself better as opposed to just comparing yourself. Would you agree with that? Yes, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there was, uh, I went to the website, uh, you know, it's kind of getting ready for this and right on the home page, And I, I put this, I'm going to pop this on the screen for those that are watching this on YouTube. This just popped out at me and I love this uh, decreased online drama equals decreased school discipline. And I think if I'm not mistaken, this would equate uh, or would be relevant to online bullying to some degree, would it not? Is that kind of part of what this means? Yeah. So um, as an organization, we're really focused on, you know, trying to like um, lower the rates of cyberbullying and um, just like online abuse, because that's um, 
that's really been growing in the past few years. And like nowadays, uh, like over 50% of people have, or not people, children have like experienced cyberbullying at least once. And this like, and suicides and like mental health disorders uh, related to uh, some type of cyberbullying are like very high in the US. Um, so we work to like, you know, kind of bring awareness for this and um, how to deal with situations like if, you know, you're being bullied online or if you're getting an inappropriate message. Yeah. I have a question. Um, by the way, it's funny when you're saying kid children, right? Adults too. Yeah. Know? It happens yeah. to adult, you know, especially with the political climate, somebody posts something that they believe and all of a sudden they get attacked. So it happens everywhere. You know, that's the one thing social media has opened up. So I have a different ta- different take on social media, not so much for the posting, but so I call like devices and social media, right? Anything that gives you access to it. I call them weapons of mass distraction, right? So for you, like, you know, and maybe not anymore because you're so super aware of this and this is important to you, but you know, have you ever, have you ever had a situation or do you ever notice how it's, it becomes a distraction, right? Like you have your phone sitting, like, do you leave your phone sitting next to you when you're doing work? You know, and every time you get a text or, or an, a, uh, an alert, you know, are you checking it? Like, like, do you ever notice that? Or are you, are you pretty good about putting it aside? Because I always say like, when you have it near you, right? Like mm-hmm. it takes a while to get going, right? Like when you sit down and do work till you get in your zone, right? It's like, you got to put your foot on the gas before you can go to 60 and then you're cruising at 60 miles an hour. And then all of a sudden this text goes off and now you're like, you got to turn the engine on again and start all over again. And it takes a lot longer to get work done because the distractions keep kind of almost like dumbing you down. Like you got to start from the beginning. So have you ever noticed that with you? And if not, like, do you see, have you noticed with other people? Like what's your, what's your thoughts on it? I'm just curious. Um, so I didn't really get a phone until I was in like eighth grade. So up until that point, it wasn't an issue. Um, and I don't really have much social media or anything of that sort. Um, so I'm not really addicted to my phone, but like I tend to like, have this thing where I if I like see a message like I like feel this urge to respond to it right away because like I've seen the message and I don't want to leave it like unresponded and that's kind of like one of my pet peeves like when someone doesn't respond like very fast so that's the only kind of thing so like if I like I'll check every so often for like a message or an email or a dm or something like that but do you notice, does it have an impact on you? Like when you're doing work, do you get distracted by it? Um, Occasionally, like if like, you know, like if you reply back to someone and they're online and then like you start having a conversation. But other than that, I am usually like stick to my work. And then after I finish it, I'll like check my phone. So here's one for you, Envita. I've got one. This is, I did this with some kids about a year or so ago, asked in a group setting, we're asking some questions. And I asked them this question is when somebody, let's just say you're not busy and you get a text or a DM and it's from somebody, but you don't reply right away, right? Have you ever done that where you could reply right away, but you don't? Um, I mean, like sometimes I guess like if it's going to lead to like a long conversation or um, or like if I, it's something that I need to think about or don't know the answer right away, um, that's usually the only times. 
Okay. The only reason I asked that question, you're going to love this. So when I was asking kids this question, I'll say, so um, sometimes I'll text you guys and you won't reply right away. But when we take breaks, the first thing you do is you grab your phone. So the reason I asked the question is I'm going, okay, you saw my message, but you decided not to reply. And what they told me was, this is quite interesting. They said, well, sometimes we don't reply because we don't want you to think that we're not busy. Was one <laughs> That was the first one, because they don't want you to think they're just sitting there waiting to get messages, right? So I'm like, okay, I'll give you that. I said, well, what about when your parents text you? How quick are you to respond? Um, and it ranged from a couple of seconds to uh, a couple of hours. So I'm, I'm asked a question, just, well, I guess I'm just kind of adding that to just kind of let you know everybody, I'm sure everybody utilizes social media differently, more specifically with instant messaging. And it is that sense of being important for some people. You know, they want to feel like I'm too busy to respond. That's why I didn't respond. Um, but we think about responsibility. Social media and, and electronic devices are also a way to be responsible and accountable. And I think that that's one of the things that your organization probably helps with, too. It's a responsibility aspect of communicating with people. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, personally, like I will, like, like I said, I'll usually respond to a message as soon as I see it. But that may not that necessarily may not be for, you know, like an hour or two hours because I, I'm not constantly checking my phone. And like, if it's on silent, I don't always hear it. Yeah. So I have a question. And of course, you know, Coach T knows I'm always going deep with this stuff. <laughs> um, so, you know, I start, to, when you think about what you see, right? Like a lot of what, a lot of what you see on social media kind of, kind of influences what you believe, right? Yeah. In, in many ways, right? So like what strategies or what would you say to other teenagers out there listening? Because like, this is something you're involved with with a, with a non-for-profit so you get it right and you understand right but what what strategies can you offer to other teens out there about you know when you hear something like finding a way to validate it just making you know just not just because it says this is what's going on or this is true doesn't always mean that's the truth right there's always three yeah. sides to every story right how do you what would you say to somebody to to or what advice would you give for them to you know like don't just don't just hear what you say like what would you do to make sure you can confirm or just kind of validate what you're hearing so you know what you're going to believe actually has some validity and you're not just going to go listen to something that somebody told you without looking yeah so like um obviously like there's people spread so much like rumors or fake news on social media or even like news channels news sites um i think you always want to like try to check multiple um platforms or resources to you know like if it's something about local or global news, I'm sure there's there's multiple platforms which you can check it. But like, say it's regarding to a person like your friend, um, I don't know, posts that they got a dog or something. Um, you might like you might message them and be like, oh, like that's cool, or like congratulations. And if that's not the case or it's not always real, I'm like I'm sure you'd be able to find out from them, and. That way, like, you're not believing just based on their post, but you actually communicated with them directly. But do you, but do you take the time, like, so not just with a friend. I mean, that's a good example, right? A friend, but also mm -hmm. like, te right? As you're growing up, right? At your age, right? Your minds are, be your, your minds are being shaped by what, right? What our parents tell us, right? Mm -hmm. What our friends, what our teachers, like, and people in our lives, right? That we, and our 
external experiences. It, it, it helps us develop a belief system about ourselves or about the world. Right. So, yeah. you know, are you like, are you, when you, when you hear something that you're like, huh, could that be true? Like, do you take that extra step to just, you know, Hey, I, I want to make sure this is legit. You know, I don't want to just go with this because I may believe this. And what if, what if it's wrong or what if it's not a hundred percent accurate? What if it's a, some, mis, there's a little thread of misinformation, right? But a little bit could change the whole narrative of something. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like usually if I feel that way, I'll Google it or something like that. But um, also like another thing is like, look at who posted it or where it's coming from to see if it's a credible source. Um, like, you know, if it comes from the government or something, it's most likely believable and true. But um, if it comes from some random person um, that I don't know, I won't always believe it. Yeah. And yeah, so it's kind of just, um, I think over time you learn to like uh, pick out which sources and um, like organizations are uh, kind of believable and which are not. I'm going to uh, shift this a little bit and because there's something I did a couple years ago and I think Keith and I, you and I talked about this at one point. So I wanted to talk about followers and uh, numbers of followers and things of that nature. How significant is that for kids your age and specifically that your friends and your peers? Uh, number of followers and, and uh, yeah, like uh, YouTube, Facebook, or not Facebook, I won't say Facebook, that's for old parts like me and Keith, but uh, Instagram, TikTok. How much of dialogue is carried on with uh, your peers and, and your friends in regards to that? Is that a big thing? Yeah, so I think like uh, nowadays, like teens and people my age, they are like pretty into that. Like, oh, you know, my friend has more followers than me or I have more. I have one more follower than you. And they think that it's kind of like um, a measure of their popularity in a sense and like how much people like them or what they think of them. But that's not necessarily the case because, you know, it the number of followers really depends on the number of people in your um, circle that use that platform, that like use it enough to actually follow you. And, um, you know, like, you may know like maybe like half of your circle is like your parents and your relatives who are adults and maybe they don't use TikTok or they don't use Instagram. So that that doesn't necessarily mean that like you're not popular or anything, but it's just um, just something that, you know, people follow each other for fun and to see what you're up to. But I don't really think that's something that you should like let affect you or compare with other people because in the long run, it's not really going to matter. Like when you apply to college, they're not going to ask you how many Instagram followers you have or how many TikTok followers you have or when you apply for a job. So it's I think it's something like that's a good maybe hobby. Like if you're kind of like someone who posts content, but and followers will like help you maybe count your reach, like how many people you're impacting and um, how many people are benefiting from your content, but not necessarily like whether people like you or like what your social status is. Yeah, I think, you know, it's funny is uh, you said it, uh, no college cares about that. In this changing world, it would be so funny is when time you apply to college, they start putting out on the application, yeah. how, many, how many followers do you have on TikTok and how many followers do you have on Instagram? And if you don't have over a million followers, you don't get in. Could you imagine? Um, <laughs> 
and we, I'm la- we're laughing about it, but in the way you think about it, that's not the power of social media. Um, you know, it's part of this whole conversation is it does define for some people their level of success. But to your point, you're absolutely right. And in, in for Keith and I in the business world, you know, we're, we try to also build our brands as well. But we also recognize that we could have fewer followers. But guess what? Those few followers are avid followers and very engaging followers. And those are the ones that matter. And that, that, I think that's the point you're making. It's about the ones that matter. And I think that for us, this is what we try to share with young people, too. And I always ask kids, too. You may have, uh, let's say, 15,000 followers and you're bragging about that. But my question to them is, what do you know about 10 of those people? Can you yeah. tell me something about it? And they can't. So I try to let them know that doesn't validate you. And that's the point you're making is it doesn't validate you as an individual. All it does is give you bragging rights for the moment, right? Yeah. And you get nothing from them. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's more more about than the number of followers. It's about like how many of those people have you impacted? Like how many of those people have you made a difference in their life and helped? And it's not necessarily the number that gives you that, but like if you connect with them and engage with them. There you go. So, by the way, any of those colleges, when, you, when you're ready to go to college in a couple of years, if any of those colleges ask for that, those are not the colleges you want to give your money to. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but but <laughs> sorry, I had to make a joke about that. So another question, right? Just kind of on a similar topic, but something I've seen happen often, and I'm curious your thoughts on that. Like, so I know some teens, they'll, they'll we like uh, Coach T was talking about validation, right? So a lot of people self-validate through social media, right? So they'll go make a post and if they don't get enough likes, they'll take it down. Right. Mm -hmm. Even though it might've been a really, like you were talking about impact, right? Like it's about the impact you make. Right. Like sometimes I post things, I don't get a lot of likes, but I'll have one or two people like, wow, that really resonated with me. Like for me, that's what it's about. Right. I made Mm -hmm. an impact. So I see a lot of teens will post something, but if they don't get the amount of likes they want, they'll remove it. And that, when that happens, I always tie that back to self-validation. Like if you're removing that post, what are you saying? You're saying like, oh, you know, my, my well-being or my self-worth is is based on what other people think. When I say stuff like that, what, is, what does that make you think? Or how, do you, how would you respond to that? Or So first of all, like I don't think um, like social media should definitely like not be used for self-validation. Like if you put up a post, you're putting it up because you want to share with your friends and whoever is looking at your social media, like what's going on in your life and maybe something happy that you did some uh, great moment. And it's uh, like, I don't think you you need validation for that because you should be content with the fact that, you know, you did something that made you happy or you achieved something uh, with a lot of hard work. And, um, you know, and maybe like if for an organization like us, if you're putting up a post and if you were to take it down, because it doesn't get enough likes, you don't know that two weeks later, somebody might come back to that post and it might help them. And maybe, you know, if you're putting up your own happy memory, two years later, you're going to scroll back down to that and you're going to remember that, oh, you know, this happened and it was a great time. So like, don't let your likes or your need for validation, like, change your own opinion of what you should do. Like if you do something like stick by your decision because you know, you made it for a reason. Great advice. Yeah. So what you're saying is that when we post this on YouTube, if we only get one, like I shouldn't delete it. 
to keep yeah. Oh, okay. 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 Well, I don't think that's going to happen. I'm just saying it. But you, you know, you make a valid point because I've done this. This is recently too. Because Keith mentioned I, was, I started repurposing um, a, a recording I did a couple years ago, and Keith was mentioning it about uh, with the kids. Well, I did it a couple years ago, but I'm repurposing and putting it back up. And I broke it up into sec sections. And one of the ones I posted, I was like, man, this is going to, uh, this is one that's going to resonate with people. It's going to go great. So I think I put three of them up. The one that I expected to do well didn't do well. The, and the other two I didn't think would do as well did. So I think the, the point here too is it's not about what we think. It's about the message in what you're putting out there and who it's going to resonate with. And that's when I realized it's not about me. It's about the content that I'm putting out that I'm trying to help people with. And to Keith's point, he, he, you may not get a lot of likes, but if he's getting a comment along with that one like, he's made a difference. And that's what the work that we do. All we want to do is impact one person. We can impact one, we go for two. If we can get two, we go for three. So I think that, that you make a, a very good point there. Yeah. And we're going to get at least three likes on this, you, me, and Antoine. So we're, yeah, we're going to. No, no, no. I, I, hey, my wife's going to like this thing. Too, uh, so my, okay, so my wife. So we're up to five. Yeah, no, we're up to we'll, five. Um, we'll, as an organization, we'll share this with our whole platform. So we'll get a lot more. That's awesome. Awesome. That's great. great. That was great. Um, go ahead, Keith. No, I was going to, I was just going to share. Like, so one of the fun things we like to do is. Coach D always has a bunch of questions. It's kind of, we call it the lightning round, but it ends up, we end up slowing it down anyway, right? Like <laughs> you'll probably come up with some great answer. We're going to both be like, oh, wow, that's a really good answer. And we want to talk about it. So I'm, I'm going to turn it over to him because he's going to ask you some quick questions. There's no right answer. There's no wrong answer, right? Yep. You ready? Yes. <laughs> All right. Here we go. What is your go to karaoke song? Um, Oh, um, I'm not really a karaoke singer. I don't sing. Um, I have no idea. You don't have it. Okay. All right. No problem. Like I said, there's no right or wrong. You're good. How about if your happy you, song? Yeah. What's your happy song? What's Ooh, your favorite song? Um, um, maybe just like any like instrumental music. Instrumental? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. Cool. So you know, she like singing. I like that. Can you sing? No. <laughs> You're quick on that one. All right. So next question. If you could have any superpower, what would it be and why? Um, maybe. Um, maybe time travel, because um, I think you can go back in time and like um, learn from the mistakes that were made because um, because, you know, history repeats itself. So if you learn from the previous mistakes, hopefully you can make it better in the future. Good answer. Good answer. Right. Uh, what's the most adventurous thing you've ever done? Um, the most adventurous thing I've done. Um, um, a couple of hikes that I've done. Okay. Hard hikes. All right. What's the weirdest food combination you've ever tried, but surprisingly enjoyed? Um, pizza and ranch. Yes, it's pretty good, right? I that one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Somebody talked me into that one. Somebody thought it was nasty. I'm like, hey, you onto something here. I like that. I like that. Um, yeah. What's your favorite social media platform? 
Um, I'm not big on social media, okay. but maybe Instagram. Okay. If you could have a celebrity as your best friend, who would it be? Oh, um, you guys. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. I didn't, you know, celebrities. Oh, I didn't know I was either, but hey, now we are now, buddy. <laughs> we are now. Thank you for that. We appreciate Good. that. Yes, thank you. That's very kind of you. Um, what's the funniest joke you know by heart? Oh, um, I don't really know any jokes. <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. I don't know. Okay. I, I, I did like um, Keith's joke about um, college and um, followers. Okay. <laughs> hey, I guess we are celebrities. Well, she followed that up with that in referencing you. I like this. I go. like this. I just All hope right. that's a joke. It stays a joke. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Now, this is actually, you answered this a little earlier, so this will be great. If you could time travel, which is the superpower you'd like to have, which era or historical event would you visit? Um, maybe like the like the early 1900s because to kind of find out you know like be, like when there was no internet no social media or, or anything of that sort like how life was and like I think well the values that people had then and how they differ today and how people entertain themselves and I think like that's something that you could like bring back and try to implement in uh, our modern world Mm. Well, I hate to break it to you, Keith. I know he's about to say something. I'm going to tell you right now. You can just go back to the 60s, <laughs> right, Keith? <laughs> my my kids, went to, I'll never forget. I had this conversation with my kids, and they were like, what was it like growing up in the – because I grew up in the 80s. I mean, I, like that's when I was in my, like, you know, teens. And I'm like, oh, very easy. Give me your phone. Give me your laptop. Give me your gaming device. They're like, really? I'm like, yeah, that was it. I came home from school. I went and played ball, hung out with my friends, face-to-face -face interaction. We, we There was no Discord or talking online or having gaming friends. There was none of that. It was a whole different world. And but by the way, I think it's great that we have this technology because it does bring people together, mm -hmm. right? But again, everything in moderation, right? If we do it too much, we lose that, that human touch. Yeah, for sure. Now, there was uh, one thing we did. I want to just back up. I meant to ask you, you make a great point, Keith. Do this is the one thing I want to get your take on as well when in regards to social media and with uh, uh, the uh, platforms and so forth. Do you really do you see a lot of impact in the less social interaction face to face with your your peers, classmates, teammates uh, because of social media? You don't have as much converse, uh, verbal conversation. Yeah, I think to some extent, because uh, I think the general idea is you know you come home from school you like you do your homework like and you're on your phone so you're not like going out to see your friends as much or even if you are out with your friends there's a high chance you're both just on your phone um and like even like maybe at school during break you're both just on your phone so like rather than really talking face to face it's still like on your device and that's like you know, limiting the face-to-face -face interaction and like you're not talking as much as I think you did maybe like 10 years ago or like when you didn't have phones. Or you and our age, that's all we did was talk. Yeah. <laughs> that's all we could do. 
So, no, great, great answer. I appreciate you sharing. I meant to ask you that earlier, so, but I can edit that part out there. That's good. Hey, so, just curious. You're done, right, Antoine? That's your yes, sir. Yes, uh, sir. Questions. So, I just wanted to ask you: is, is there anything else like you want to share? You know, that you think would be. And th there's no pressure if you don't, but I never we, we never want to end a podcast without giving the opportunity to share something you might want to share with other teens listening to, you know, inspire them to maybe be better at something that you want to help them with. Um, I would just say that, you know, like be yourself and like you like you're enough, like don't compare yourself to others. And, um, you know, like they're on social media. There's so many like other amazing kids doing things out there that like like to support them like if you're trying to uh like rather than follow some random influencer try to like follow those who are making a difference and helping their community and um just like balance keep your life in balance and don't <laughs> spend too much time on social media you just said my three favorite words you are, <laughs> you are enough yep. say that all the time right Antoine you you do you do that and then you also stole mine too is about being being yourself uh, that's so true and I think a lot of young people don't realize that they are enough and they're very special but because they're trying to compete and be like other people they're missing their opportunities to be their best versions of themselves if you will I know that's a, a overused phrase but it's really it's true uh, because that's what we work to do is to help young people find their true north through simplicity effort and attitude and you just described it uh, very well. So uh, we're going to get you to also add in at the very end when we finish and uh, add your quote or your uh, input of the day because we like to end on high notes and share some words of encouragement for our listeners and for our viewers that are watching. But uh, before we go, uh, besides thanking you for taking time, come out and share uh, your uh, passion, which is social media and, and decreased online drama equals decreased school discipline. That's going to resonate with me like crazy. And I, I applaud you for the work that you're doing to impact your peers, your friends and the next generation. We need more young people like you. And we really applaud the, the work that you're doing. Thank you. You're welcome. you're welcome back anytime you want to come back and talk about something. Oh, OK. Thank you so much. Yeah, no, he's serious. All you got to do is email one of us and go, hey, can I come back when I'd like to talk? And we will set it up in a heartbeat because this is exactly this is a platform for uh, your generation. And we want you on as much as we possibly can. And, and it's, it's really important that the adults out there understand that you and your generation have a voice. And this is a platform for you to share that voice. And we want you to do it as often as you possibly can. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Our pleasure. So if you would like to be a guest on Teen Speak or you know somebody that would, guess what you can do? You can go to Keith's website, which is shipyourpower.com, or you can go to my website, which is coachteescorner.com. We both have a link to fill out a form like Ambita did and send it to us. We can reach out to you. We schedule you. Come on. And hopefully you can do as well, if not better than Ambita did. But uh Emory, yeah, Emory is still the the uh, top notch. We had a nine year old on Mvita uh, about a month and a half ago. This girl like blew us away, man. She called me out on everything. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that, Keith? Oh my God, it's hilarious. <laughs> oh, she was. But uh, if you want to be a guest, we'd love to have you. Uh, Keith is a, a leadership and empowerment coach. I'm a leadership empowerment coach, and our goal is to help the next generation be the best versions of themselves. 
And before we go, we would like to always share our parting words of encouragement. Mine is a positive attitude won't solve all your problems, but it will annoy enough people to make it worth the effort. And mine is the only thing holding you back from getting what you want is yourself. And Vita, you want to add something to that? Um, No, I think you guys summed it up pretty well. Pretty good for two new celebrities, huh? <laughs> we'll see you on the carpet. Yeah. Hey, and, and we will let hey, you know. We're on strike. Oh, that's right. We're on strike. But when we come back from our strike, we're going to make sure we let you walk the red carpet with us for our first premiere. Because we're going to be hopefully taking this thing on the road and uh, we'll hopefully come to your school and we'll bring you up on stage and we can uh, celebrate you. So uh, as we speak about that, if you have a school that would like to have uh, Keith and myself come and do an episode of Teen Speak. All you have to do is reach out to us, uh, Keith at shiftyourpower.com or coastteescorner.com. We'd love to be there. So with that, we will sign off. We wish you all a great day, great week, and uh, we will see you on our next episode. Take care.